Hello and welcome to the Positive Feedback Podcast, a podcast from Creating Chances. Here at Creating Chances, we are a for-purpose social enterprise that aims to empower, inspire and develop young people through our evidence-based best practice programs. This podcast is an extension of that and each week you will be hearing from people within our organisation as well as people from other organisations and walks of life that share the same goal as us to impact and support young people so that they can change the world around them. Through these stories and lived experiences, we hope that you too are inspired to make a positive impact in the world around you. On today's episode, Eve chats with Hanin Zaraka. Hanin plays Australian rules football for the Greater Western Sydney Giants WAFL team. She is also the first ever Muslim female to play professionally in Australia. They discuss how Hanin first came to get involved in AFL, her fight to make it as a professional footy player, and what it means for her to be an inspiration to other women wanting to get into sports. Enjoy the episode. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us today. Really, really excited to have you on here. I think you're connected through creating chances through some facilitators. Yeah. Like through a FAF or... Yeah, um, I know FAF from local footy. And um, yeah, seen on the weekend and yeah, she told me about this. And I was like, yeah, sounds great. Awesome. Yeah, we're super stoked to have you on. So thanks for joining us. Um, so we're going to get straight into the questions and just kind of get you to talk a little bit about yourself and talk about women in sport, um, especially in different communities that we work in as well. So before we get into it, um, I just want to say today that we're hoping to inspire all of the young people that we work with through the shared values that you, Hanin, and Creating Chances kind of show and then how we can um, step forward into a better community from there. So. Um, welcome again and can you just share a little bit more about yourself so like where did you grow up how old are you what school do you go to what's your background just all the things um hey guys I'm Hanin Zareka um I grew up in um Western Sydney I went to Stratford South High School um I've I've been playing a lot of sports since I was young and um I first started playing rugby league from six six to 12 and then you had to stop and because obviously the boy rule and then um from then on 13 14 15 I just played school sport and then um because there's nothing really for girls at that age for rugby league and stuff and then um one day um my teacher called me over and said there's a guy here to deliver AFL program and I said to him so I don't know what AFL is and he told me just catch kick and tackle and you'll be fine and I was like okay why not I'll get out of class <laughs> so I did I went there and I um, played with the boys and then from then on um I got introduced to AFL and I got to a local club and through all the pathways and yeah that's how I go into AFL. That's unreal so you mentioned before um there's a 12 year age kind of stop where girls have to stop playing sport and I don't know if everybody's kind of aware of that do you want to speak a little bit what that's about? Yeah, um, well, obviously, they think after the age of 12, um, the guys get too strong for the girls and the way the guys develop is different to a girl and obviously a girl goes through puberty, guys go through puberty. So I think um, as the age, they make you play your last season and from then on, you have to play with all girls and no more playing yeah. with the boys. Yeah. And definitely different um, regions of Sydney and Greater Sydney, there's not awesome access to play rugby just in a girls team as well because often there's not yeah a lot of girls that are playing did you find that um yeah 100 um 
there's I think that um obviously in um Western Sydney it's a rugby league based thing and um yeah it's rugby league based it's not like AFL based when it's Melbourne is all about AFL yeah so how did you get into AFL then was that so there was someone that came to your school and just said look go kick a footy see what happens or how did you get kind um, of transition from rugby to footy so um when I was at school um there was a guy there to deliver for the boys and then my teacher knew like other play sport every sport I played at school and then he just told me to um go join in go have fun and play sport and then obviously I didn't know the rules but he just told me to do the three stuff and I did and then after that when I got introduced to a, a local club for AFL um I met all these girls and I really enjoyed their vibe and I started to love AFL and then I just thought why not give this a go that's awesome. I mean, that's such a massive part of sport. It's not just the sport that you're playing and what you're doing, like the kicking and the running and the footy. It's the community and the culture that you have with it. Like, if you vibe with your teammates, man, there is nothing more fun than that. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that's yeah. what drove me a bit more as well. Yeah. My teammates. Cool. So did you just jump in with a bunch of um, women that you found, like, you really kind of resonated with who they were? Yeah. Um, it was it was different because um I never used, usually see it was actually just a it was a multicultural team it was a Muslim team um most of them were Muslim about probably ninety percent of them and some of them didn't even know the rules either but they were there just to have fun and kick the ball around and just enjoy their mates and I found that really fun and I enjoyed it and that's what ticked me off and that's what I really wanted yeah oh, that's killer that's awesome so now so you've yeah. gone through playing AFL for a bunch of years. Where where are you now? Like, who are you playing for? And you've had a pretty awesome past season, right? Yeah. Um, so now I play for the GWS Giants and um, um, I got drafted, yeah. So I play for the AFLW team. Yep. Unreal. How was your season last season? Um, yeah, we obviously, our season had to get cut short because of coronavirus. But um, no, I think we did really well this year. And yeah, we did felt a bit short but um I think every year we're just getting better and better so I think I'm doing every year as it comes yeah awesome this year's definitely been a little bit of a challenge with sport and everything like that have you um have you been keeping up training in different ways or yeah um I've um obviously like I love to train so I've been doing my own training running and um to gym I've been um I'm lucky enough that my friend has her own gym so um, I'm lucky enough to use it and stuff and um, be doing my own running my program um, that I've, I've had for years so I've just thought that just to go off that obviously now because everything stopped you don't really usually have like they're not allowed to give you a program because obviously corona has affected it but um, mm. I've just asked around like group of people I know that program and just started doing what I usually do yeah, that's awesome. It's just readjusting in these times of change. It's like you've still got the goal. Is the season happening soon or um, not sure if it's yes. going back? No, we'll, we'll go back. Um, obviously, we pre-season in November and we play in February. And that's when the season So It's like a six to seven months thing. Awesome. So, so you've got a little bit yeah. of time in there. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So you mentioned before that the team that you joined um, was quite a culturally diverse team. 
did that help you get into the sport? Because, I mean, I feel like there's quite a, um, a big jump from going from playing under 12 sport with boys and then not having any sport and going into a really inclusive and awesome team. Did that help you stick with it? Yeah, um, obviously, um, playing ball boys and then had that stop. And then um, when I went to the local team, Over Giants, um, I just, I was the youngest there and I, I was still not eligible to play. Um, you had to be, I'm pretty sure, 16 and nine months. And at that age, I was 14, turning 15. Um, but the funny thing is, um, um, I told him that I wanted to play and I actually did play under a fake name. At oh, really? Age of, yeah, they put me under a name, a girl that was injured, so I played. But then three games later, I got caught. <laughs> I just wanted to, yeah, I enjoyed it that I couldn't, there was no local juniors team. It was, it was only um a woman's team. And obviously, I was on the right age. So I just told them, do anything so I can play. So I played under Whoa. a fake name. So And then that's when I kept falling in love with it. And um, I think each week, like, the girls will get together after, before, and it was just something that I really loved and enjoyed, and I think that's what kept me going in AFL. That's unreal. That's such a sick story, Hanine. It's like you're too young to play this game that you're obviously so good at, and then you've got to go and bend the rules just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, now you're playing professional AFL, so that's, I mean, it's fair to say that you probably did the right thing for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that story again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. But it's it's not an uncommon tale for women in sport. Um, so there's a woman at the moment, Caroline Dubois, and she's trying to be the heavyweight champion in boxing. And when she was younger, I think she's only about 19, 20 at the moment. Um, but when she was younger, she went into boxing competitions pretending to be her brother. Um, and she oh, yeah. won all of them. She pretended to be a boy, but now she is this incredible boxer who's kind of fighting for also gender equality in traditionally male-dominated sports. Um, yeah. And that was something that I wanted to talk about with you as well, because obviously AFL, it's only been a professional sport for women in the past two years. Um, yeah. So it's from 2017. It's really, really new, but it's taking off like absolutely nothing else. So there's a need for it. Um, and I read a study recently that the main reason why girls don't want to participate in sport is a fear of judgment or embarrassment. And it comes down to three main factors, which is what people think of them based on their appearance and their abilities and their priorities. Um, so coming from your, your background and how you've kind of dealt with that going through your career, what would be your advice to other girls not wanting or wanting to get involved in sport, but feeling like they're held back by those things? I think, yeah, um, I think obviously like where I come from, Muslim background and Lebanese, um, it's um, some of my friends and that they all wear headscarf. I think sometimes they think that um, fear of not being belonged and that because of what they are and what they wear, it's they can't play sport or they, they're not the fit for it. So um, I think just, I think as you go, once you get to a sport and your teammates get to know you, I think sometimes people judge a book by its cover by before knowing someone. So I think... Um, my advice is just be yourself. I think everyone, no matter where you come from, background, colour, agenda, I think everyone belongs to place, belongs to our team and has the opportunity to play sport and should experience sport and to be in a team and should be accepted for who they are and where they come from.
Yeah, couldn't agree more, couldn't agree more. So with that, I mean, for anybody, most of the young people that we work with, they play sport or they want to play sport. And if you're a young person playing sport, um, what do you think that we can do as a community and as young people to create that space where people feel like they can actually be involved and they can actually play, even if they don't look like you or anything like that? I think um, just bring them in, make pathways for different sports. doesn't need to be just that one or two sport that's spreading so fast. I think having different kind of sports around and having good people to look up to and um, getting the right fit for people. I think, yeah, I think people will start to come and be more confident and be happy to play sport and not just think that, yeah, I'm here, but having that confidence to say, I enjoy this and I'm, I'm gonna have a try. Even if I'm not good at it, I'm gonna have a crack. That's exactly it. Um, the, the idea that you can just give something a go and it doesn't matter if you're gonna be successful at it or not. That's yeah. part of the fun of playing sport. It's just kind of yeah. seeing what's happening. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm gonna try anyway, but I feel like that does hold a lot of young women back, especially because they feel like there's other boys watching them and they might yeah. not be at that ability yet. So yeah, I think as young people, we can just pass the ball to someone else. You know, it might not be in soccer or footy or anything yeah. like that. It could be something totally different, but yeah, yeah just like bringing up voices for other people, right? Yeah, just have a go. And if you mess up, you mess up. You're just there to have fun, enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. That's sport. <laughs> yeah. um, you said before that uh, it's really important to be like a role model for those people in your community. Did you have any leaders or sorry, any uh, influences when you were younger looking up to the AFL? Um, obviously, when I was younger, um, I started AFL when I was like 15. And then um, at the time, um, I didn't know that, like, if I wanted to do this. But then I did um, my club, my, my local club. I think I had a few girls that got me there and that helped me through everything that they used to drive me, they used to make sure that if I needed anything, they'd be there. My training program, training me with a girl that has a gym and teaching me all the, from the scratch, um, helping me run to get fitter. I think that um, that's someone that I've always looked up to in my local club. I think that I appreciate for everything they've done for me because I think I am where I am from the people that I've surrounded myself with and all the people that put put effort into me. I think I'm so lucky that I had so many people invest in me and believe that I could get somewhere in AFL. And I'm extremely grateful that I didn't waste my time and I actually stuck by them and listened to them. And they'd had a big influence on my career. And I'm just grateful that I had people like that at the time I was growing up. That's amazing, Hanin. That's really, really wonderful that it's, um, I mean, obviously you're playing at this professional standard now, but it's all of the people that get you there as well and being thankful and grateful for that. Hey man, this was my goal, but I had so many people that were helping me out. Like that's just a test to you as a person being pretty, pretty humble and understanding that hard work pays, but man, you need people around you that support yeah. you and help you. I yeah. so. Oh man. What club is that? That sounds like an amazing club. <laughs> Urban Giants. <laughs> Open Giants. All right, cool. Yeah. Shout out to them for being amazing people. Wow. <laughs> so 
like with that, there's lots of um, what you've kind of attested to more than anything is local levels of leadership um, and role models as opposed to seeing like uh, all of the pictures everywhere of the greatest sports people. It's really important having local community members um, that are leaders. So that's something the New South Wales government is doing really well at the moment. There's, they've got a four year initiative um, called the Her Sport, Her Way. And they're trying to develop grassroots sport, especially through leadership. And one of the biggest parts of that um, is coaching and mentoring and having people at grassroots kind of levels. Is that something that you're interested in or that helped you um, in your pathway to professional sport? Yeah, um, I think I do want to give back to my community. I think it's really important because this is where you come from. You had people get you to where you are. And I think a big thing for me is to give it back to the next generation. So I really want one day, hopefully I can have my own academy and all, it can be all diversity and just get girls involved. I think it's so important that girls just have a crack and know that it's okay to play sport and just have a try because sometimes some girls don't really know the feeling of playing sport or the things that bring you like I think most of all my friends now are from more sport I met them for sport I don't they think I have any high school friends still maybe like one or two but I think every time I went to a sport I knew someone I got introduced to someone and became really good friends and they've probably played a part of where I am and I think it's so important that that's something I want to give Yeah. Someone. They need to be someone on TV that they've never met. They need someone that they socialize with. They know, as someone that it's it's from the same place. I think it's really mm. important. Yeah, definitely. I really, really agree with that. It's being that person within your community that you wish that you had when you were younger, and you were able to turn to. Um, yeah. Like I played football, soccer my whole life, and I remember going 100%. to the local club and not one uh, coach was a woman all of them were the managers because they were kind of helping out but it was usually all of the dads coaching and yep. it was a big kind of boys club there and it felt a little bit yep. hard to be involved sometimes um, so now it's a really awesome opportunity it's like well yeah I've got the skills and the knowledge and the influence now to actually do something in my community so it's really awesome that you're thinking that way as well how can you get these girls involved in something that has shaped your entire life like it's who your friends are, right? It's the people that you gravitate towards more than anything. Yeah. So um, I think it's really important to give back. Yeah. Because sometimes. Oh, so you're just breaking up a little bit. Are you there still? Sorry, it's just breaking up a little bit, Hanin. <laughs> Should come back in a moment. <laughs> sorry I was just breaking up there I couldn't hear you for that <laughs> you know um I said that okay. like I've got the opportunity and yeah it's time to give someone else the opportunity yeah definitely um but yeah <laughs> you've got the skills you you can do it now right so um <laughs> creating chances yeah like we aim to develop 
uh, youth to be leaders within their community. So what advice would you have for young women listening to become leaders in their own right? So it doesn't have to be through sport, but just in other areas of their life as well. Just make sure that you be yourself and don't be afraid of who you are and think that, that you won't be accepted. Everyone is accepted and everyone belongs. And um, I think that every, every time that you want to do something, think about it as in, do I love this? Do I enjoy this? And it is something that I want for the future. So I think that when you do something, you need to do it with passion. And when you stand up for something, always stand up for the right, no matter what. And just have a voice. And sometimes, yeah, some people will get upset with you and stuff. But I think just knowing that you have a voice and not caring about what others think of you is really important. And just do what makes you happy. Enjoy it. And, yeah, even if no one's with you, as long as you're doing what makes you happy, and that's that's what you need. Awesome. That's some pretty solid advice. It's sticking true to who you are and what your calling in life is, whatever that might be. It's not going to be the same as everyone else. And that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, like you're a yeah, midfielder, you need defenders and everything. You need lots of different types of people for this world to, to be an interesting place and a, and a harmonious yeah. place. So I'll just ask a few more questions. While uh, we're just discussing this, if anybody who's been tuning in has any questions for Haneen, just drop them in the comments um, and then we'll go through those as well. So any questions at all, I'm sure you'd be very happy to answer. Um, but yeah, so you said before um, that, oh, sorry, give me one second. I've lost where I'm on my page. Always <laughs> technology, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, have you started coaching at your local club at all, like, while you've been doing all this stuff, or? Um, so, um, obviously, um, my local club has has a bit stopped now because um, I've had a few issues, but um, I haven't been coaching, but I've been doing some ambassador roles for the New South Wales. So I've been going, so from last year to this year, I've been going to little clubs and helping them and playing with the girls and enjoying them and giving them my time. I think something that I really enjoyed and I can That's hope awesome. for to do more in the future. Do you get feedback from the young people that you're working with straight away that it's like, oh, damn, there's this girl here who's playing and showing us how to play AFL? Yeah, I think um, they, make me, they make me happy that they're so excited to see someone that's made it to AFLW and obviously that's their dream to make it. Um, I think just seeing their faces when they see someone older and who they inspire to be with is what makes me so lovable and love what I do. That's awesome. Obviously, you're super, super passionate about it, not only the game, but what it teaches you as an individual as well. So throughout kind of your journey as a professional sports person and leading up to that as well, um, you've had an amazing support network of people that have helped you, but Obviously, it comes down to you as an individual as well um, and who you are as a person. Like, What values do you think you've learned from sport that you've taken into every other part of your life? Um, in sport, I've learned that, um, obviously, I'm, very, I'm a very family-wise person. 
So I think that um, having my family is very important. And then faith, I think um, believing what I am and not being afraid. And obviously you don't really see Muslim girls playing, but, and it's a bit hard when most of your teammates and stuff don't know what, what, like what your beliefs are and sharing that with that. I think um, every year I get more confident. So I think that's shaped me as a person. So um, I think like probably the first year I was probably just a bit like shy about it, but I think as the year goes by, I got more confident and I wasn't like afraid to sh show them that what we do and what stuff. I think that's something that I loved. And um, I think it's just, it's grown me as a person. And I think every year and every season, I grow more and more and become a better version of myself and it makes me always to be the best I could possibly be and I think that that's what I love about it. That's awesome that's super cool and it's a really beautiful thing I think sport is such a, a connecting factor around the world where if you don't understand something about somebody else it kind of breaks down those barriers and it gives you an opportunity to start exploring those conversations as well it's like it might not be the same in every single way but hey we love kicking this footy around and that's where you can start talking about other things as well. It's like, man, we're not that yes. different. We just do things a little bit different to each other, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's sick. All right. Well, um, I think there's many questions. There's a lot of love coming for, through for you, like heaps and heaps of love from everyone. So that's awesome. I think that just kind of shows who you are. There was one question. What's your favorite color? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a weird one, but because it goes with everything and it's the best color to wear black <laughs> and i'm wearing black, it right all now. right <laughs> nice it's, it's sleek and stylish <laughs> yeah oh awesome well thank it. you yeah it's, it's a good color it's a good color <laughs> yeah i want to say again thank you so so much um for your time this afternoon checking in with creating chances uh, it's been awesome to have you on so um just one last thing what would be your final parting words of wisdom uh, that you would like to leave young people with today? Um, I think what advice I'd give them is that obviously right now you're, you're having fun. You don't know what you want in the future. You're lost. Um, and like sometimes you don't even think about your future, but if you do really love something and you do enjoy it and you really want it, go after it at all costs, no matter what comes in your way. I think um, everything that's worth a while doesn't come easy. And sometimes um, at a young age, you just want to follow your mates and do what they do. But if you really want something in life, you got to step aside and go for something that makes you happy. And even if you lose a bit of mates on the way, even if you don't go to, out on all the outings, I think it's really important for you to chase something that is for you because in the end it's what you want and not what others want. Amazing. Really, really amazing. That's something that I think I need to learn from as well. It's choosing your own path and doing that and being focused on it no matter what. That's really awesome. It's so, so good to chat with you. Um, Thank hope you. you have a killer weekend Bye. and I hope we connect in the future. <laughs> Hopefully. Thank you so much. All right. See you. Bye. Hopefully you enjoyed today's episode of the Positive Feedback Podcast. If you want to hear more amazing stories, head on over and subscribe to our podcast feed on Spotify and iTunes. 
And if you want to hear more about the work that Creative Chances is doing, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you next time on the Positive Feedback Podcast.